tired, overwhelmed, going through the same cycle over and over and over again? Are you ready to just jump off the merry-go-round? Yeah, I get it. I've been there and we are all living a journey where we need to rest. The Renew Well podcast takes the opportunity to reset on Wednesdays with the foundation of God's word and authentic stories shared from your hosts, me, Tiffany M. Ruffner. We'll explore together with Christ as our light. Hey, 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 I want to welcome you all into episode number 23 of the Renewal Well podcast. And this is actually episode seven of our second season. I cannot believe we're this far in, Um, but I'm grateful because it seems like as I go along, I find out more and more. And that's the interesting thing about doing things with God and like allowing him to lead and you're just obedient to his direction. Um, For example, this episode is um, in the second season, which is about fasting and prayer or intimacy through fasting and prayer. Now, I had a whole lineup of or an outline of this season. And today's uh, lineup just didn't seem to go. Um, Generally, when the Lord shows me something or he helps me to plan, he really is so, so good at the way that he plans. Like he'll give me um, Bible study for like a few months and he just shows me where to go. And I always been just... You know, I just trust it because he always speaks through it. And so I I created an outline. Now, I'm not saying that I asked him for the exact outline, but I created an outline for this season. And I was just like, this just does not seem to go right. And so I just went into prayer and I said, Lord, what do you want me to talk about for this week's episode? And I heard comparison. And I said, hmm, that's interesting. So how do I talk about comparison in light of intimacy with God through fasting and prayer? Because that seems like a whole ordeal. It seems like maybe it's even another topic. But, you know, we just trust God and we trust what he shows us. And maybe this episode is meant to to meet the needs of someone who is struggling with comparison. Now, I want to give uh, the proper definition of comparison first before I get into it. Um, I looked it up in the dictionary and it's a noun and it says it's a consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. And when you make a comparison, you consider two or more things and discover the differences between them. When you make a comparison, you say that one thing is like another in some way. So most of the times when there's a comparison being made, there considered to be somewhat similar but 
maybe different in a couple of things or more. And so I feel like we use the word comparison a lot to talk about things that we deal with in our day and age, such as um, maybe envy and jealousy. There's this quote by Theodore Roosevelt that comparison is the thief of joy. Very, very interesting that we want to look at that. And really, I think that that's true. Like how, you know, if you're comparing yourself, if you're comparing yourself to someone else, then it can take your joy. But if you're comparing, if you're making a comparison about something else and it's outside of you, I don't, I don't think that it will steal your joy. And so I feel like the dictionary's definition just shows us what comparison really is. But comparison, when you're comparing a human to yourself, I think that you are now getting in, um, in a self-sabotaging characteristic. We talked about self-sabotage last week and how um, maybe the term like getting in your own way can stop creatives from really producing and creating the way that we're meant to create. And I believe that comparison is one of those things that can go underneath self-sabotage. when. You absolutely have no control over your comparison. It will interfere with your creative output. So we're going to look at this today um, and just see, you know, what can we do to really, truly see, like, to grow in this aspect um to emphasize our own fasting and prayer life so that our intimacy with God will help us to overcome comparison when we are in our creative process so i'm going to pray i don't i don't usually pray on here but i'm going to pray today cuz i just feel like this is something that we want to think about as the faith is part of what we do on this podcast and I'm not going to just read the Bible and not pray. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, oh Lord God, that you bless the airwaves today, oh Lord God, for each and every hearer, oh Lord God, of this message. I pray, oh Lord God, that they are able to hear what you want to say through me, your willing vessel, Lord God. I pray, oh Lord God, that any insight that I have of my own, Lord God, that I let it go. And I just pray, Lord God, that you speak through to me, through me today to the people that are here listening. I thank you and I give you all glory in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So Wow. (laughs) 
this is um this is an interesting topic so i guess i'll share some of the verses that i looked up just quickly um before i started the podcast um one of them is second corinthians 10 verse 12 and this is in the Christian Standard Bible. This, these are the references that I'm using today. And it says, for we don't dare classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. But in measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves to themselves, they lack understanding. Now, when I read that, it made me think about when we receive trophies or some type of award, um, maybe a promotion on the job, that we are not to look at these type of achievements to measure ourselves against someone else and to compare ourselves against someone else. And I think a lot of time when it comes to um, those of us who live in America, <laughs> these are the things that we are faced with. And these are the things where we get to distinctly look at our own walk as disciples of Christ. And if you're not a disciple of Christ, I just want to invite you to know Jesus. Um, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 9 that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in all your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And this is definitely a, a, a love walk. and. When we're on a love walk and we're in love with our Lord, comparing ourselves to other people, thinking we're better than other people or what have you, just defeats the purpose because it's not even about that. It's not about us. Um, we're not gaining advantage over another. And I think even as creatives, when we're creating our work, we're, we're being indiv individualistic and unique. However, comparison can come in and try to choke that out and choke out what is fruitful from our creative endeavors, right? And I want to share an example that I see in the Bible that I really think that we can look at what happens when comparison takes um, or is in, in effect. <laughs> in Luke chapter 15, there's this parable about the prodigal son, the son who left home. And I'm going to read it in the International Children's Bible, so that it is so simple that anybody can understand. Verse 11 says, Then Jesus said a man had two sons. The younger son said to his father, Give me my share of the property. So the father divided the property between the two sons. Then the younger son gathered up all that was his and left. He traveled far away to another country. There he wasted his money in foolish living. He spent everything that he had. Soon after that, the land became very dry and there was no rain. 
There was not enough food to eat anywhere in the country. The son was hungry and needed money. So he got a job with one of the citizens there. The man sent the son into the fields to feed pigs. The son was so hungry that he was willing to eat the food the pigs were eating. But no one gave him anything. The son realized that he had been very foolish. He thought, all of my father's servants have plenty of food, but I am here almost dying with hunger. I will leave and return to my father. I'll say to him, Father, I have sinned against God and against you. I am not good enough to be called your son, but let me be like one of your servants. So the son left and went to his father. While the son was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. He felt sorry for his son. So the father ran to him and hugged and kissed him. The son said, Father, I have sinned against God and against you. I'm not good enough to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, hurry, bring the best clothes and put them on him. Also, put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and get our fat calf and kill it. Then we can have a feast and celebrate. My son was dead, but now he is alive again. He was lost, but now he is found. So they began to celebrate. The older son was in the field. As he came closer to the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. So he called to one of the servants and asked, what does all this mean? The servant said, your brother has come back. Your father killed the fat calf to eat because your brother came home safely. The older son was angry and would not go into the feast. So his father went out and begged him to come in. The son said to his father, I have served you like a slave for many years. I've always obeyed your commands, but you never even killed a young goat for me to have a feast with my friends. But your other son has wasted all your money on prostitutes. Then he comes home and you kill the fat calf for him? The father said to him, son, you are always with me. All that I have is yours. We had to celebrate and be happy because your brother was dead, but now he is alive. He was lost, but now he is found. And so <laughs> I wanted to read that instance, just in case you never heard that parable before. You just somehow came across this podcast and you've been interested in faith and um, talking about your emotional wellness and your mindset. I want to I want to talk about this this older sibling and the older sibling who felt like he was justified in not celebrating the return of his brother because his father never treated him to the same effect he had a mindset that was destructive instead of constructive. Constructive or to construct means to build something. And so he did not have a building mindset. He had a destroying mindset. And we can't really do much with that. Like, 
it sounds like, you know, he was just doing stuff because he was just supposed to do it or because maybe he was expecting some type of honor uh, someday and it never came to him. Maybe he was just toiling and he didn't receive anything and he wanted some, some type of attention. I'm not sure it doesn't say. However, I just want us to like really look at how he compared his own um, loyalty or that he did not leave with what his brother did. He looked at his brother and said what his, you know, the, the things his brothers did, wasting the money, having prostitutes and all the like. And so he compared himself. He, he thought he was better than his brother. And that is also a way that's also a self-sabotaging thing. Like if you feel like you're better than if you, if you feel like you're better than, and you've created works and you've done things and you think that you're better than your brother or your sister, your siblings in Christ. And even people in the world, because sometimes you, people fail to minister and to serve because they think they are better than. So comparison can go either way. It can go from thinking you're better than or thinking that you're not enough. And you and it's not either or. The grace of God, oh my gosh, I didn't even know. Like as I'm saying this, I just realized that this is what was preached the other day about how um you can literally have be in a great place in a great position when it comes to your gifts or you can be in a place where you've messed up and you've fallen short all grace the all of God's grace is sufficient like it meets whatever it was whether you did really well in your work his grace was sufficient and he gets the glory or whether you messed up and you didn't serve. Um, you didn't show up. Uh, you didn't um, do the work that you you were called to do. But you came and you you came back like the prodigal son. God's grace is sufficient. And wow, it's like there's no reason for us to ever have or deal with this type of comparison that can be likened to envy or this type of comparison that can be likened to um, a low self-worth or having low uh, confidence um, because maybe you did something wrong. Condemnation. And I think that's, that's what happens. Like sometimes when we're in the body, um, and we're dealing, and I think this is where most of the people, like they talk about church hurt, they talk about how they dealt with, uh, things with other people, but I think everybody is looking at it with the wrong lens when they do that, because God's grace is sufficient through it all. And he wants us all to be unified. So as creatives, we're having issues with 
unification because of comparison, we can truly just make sure that we are coming back to God um, in a more intimate place. And we can use fasting and prayer because fasting like shortcuts so many things. I don't even know if the word fast became for fasting is the reason why, because things happen so quickly, because it makes perfect sense to me to call it fasting for that reason. But really like going on a fast and just making that one of your focuses that you're going to overcome the comparison and you do this just because your intimate your intimacy with God will help you to see how it's really truly by his grace by his love when we okay so I don't want us to think about fasting in a ritualistic way right I want to I want us to really think about how it speeds up our relationship with God and not speed it up, like making it faster. But if you've been distant, fasting really helps to clear the clutter of our souls. And I just believe during that time, like it helps us to think about these things differently. So instead of having um, a mindset that is destructive, coming back in alignment with Christ helps us to build up the right way because we are now using wisdom and a wise woman builds her house. (laughs) Okay. And so I think As we continue to create our projects and we're doing it for the glory of God and we create uh, content and as we create uh, new things, whatever God is calling us to, we want to keep in mind that his grace is sufficient through it all. And we don't need, um, We don't even need like anything added onto it. We don't need to boast when we've done really, really well. And we don't need to condemn ourselves when we've fallen short. God's grace is sufficient in it all. And that's my, it's not a TED talk, y'all. I was going to say, and you know how people say, and that's my TED talk. That's my podcast talk today. (laughs) Um. I was like, okay, you know, we see what God is doing in this. All right. I have a favor to ask for those of you who are creatives. I know some others who have been listening in and maybe you are small business owners, but those of you who are creatives, please let me know what you may be interested in listening to as far as topics for season three. You can get with me by going to Instagram and going to at C-R-E-A-T-I-F-F-O-C-U-S. That is creative for like Tiffany focus, creative focus, C-R-E-A-T-I-F-F-O-C-U-S. Go there on Instagram, send me a DM. Let me know that you listen to the Renewal Podcast and share with me 
uh, some of the ideas that you are interested in hearing for season three, um, I will really take that into consideration because I'm really excited to just see where this is going. Um, remember that uh, the main theme of the podcast is faith, our mindset, and emotional wellness. So some topics about that dealing with creatives. I am so interested in knowing or having feedback from you. So I'm looking forward to that. And I truly appreciate you all for tuning in. Please be sure to check out the Charity Water Campaign. Just go to the renewalwell.com and you'll see Charity Water and go ahead and make a donation anytime during this season because I start a new campaign each season. And I will see you all next week. God bless you. I'd like to thank you for listening in today. And my prayer is that it helped to address your emotional wellness and mindset from a foundation of faith. I would also like to invite you to our clubhouse community where we get to choose to renew our mind by reading God's word and discussing it with one another. You can check out our schedule by going to therenewalwell.com. And don't forget to not only to subscribe here, but also on our YouTube channel, which will provide weekly content on as well. I look forward to meeting you soon.